Hey everyone, my name is Megan and welcome back to the What's Your Why podcast. Today's episode is one that I recorded with Dan Lang, who I met through our time training together with the Sora Foundation. And Dan not only is one of the most down-to-earth, loving and hilarious people that I've ever come across, but he's also one of the most talented musicians and creators that I know. During this episode, Dano gives us an insight into why music, creativity, his family and his mates are so important to him and the impact that they've all had on shaping the man that he is today. Dan also talks about his journey coming to realise that in his music, in his creativity and in his life, he's enough, which is a journey that still has its ups and downs in it, which I'm sure so many of us can relate to. And he also talks about so much more. And if you're impacted by anything that comes up in today's episode, please do reach out to us on our Instagram. But for now, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to pass over to Dan, who's going to introduce himself. My name is Daniel and I live in Dublin and I have been, I've been living in Paris town for the last 12 years with a bunch of my mates under like under the one roof obviously but uh like it's a it's a it's a creative it's it's always been this uh creative house which has really been beneficial to me as somebody who's trying to make a living playing music and that's basically what i've been doing ever since i left school with a bit of college here and there or you know dipping into other interests like uh, working with sore and stuff like that but it always just came back to playing music and uh, so i've been doing that from 32 now so i've been doing that for the last 14 years you know um and my drive to do it doesn't seem to be waning uh so i'm just yeah it's just and i consider myself lucky in that i've always known what i wanted to do and that's uh i'm very grateful for that but that's basically me in a nutshell sentences chat from dublin loves playing tunes and uh, (laughs) (laughs) and if that's like a bit of a sense of who you are i'd love to know like how are you doing at the minute um right now today great i've i've um got a really i'm just feeling really good and positive about life and that fluctuates dramatically and it, it, even more so um throughout what we've been through the last two years um and the reason why i feel good now is because i've i've i can see what my next year is going to look like and that's the first time I've been able to see something like that since the pandemic started and um, and that's what gives me so much life right now whereas the pandemic it was so up and down I I just went through a real existential crisis because like my whole industry obviously just shut down so for the first time in my life I didn't know what I was going to do and I started venturing into different things that I was interested in but it was always just like it was always tainted by the fact that I couldn't do music. Like it was always like, oh, I do like this, but I can't do the thing. This is just to fill a void really. And uh, it would always come back to me just missing playing, uh, you know, tunes. So this is the first week where I'm like, all right, that's changed now. And I'm, I'm just I'm in a good place. How did it feel not being able to do what you love? I think it, it devastating obviously initially but we thought it was just going to last two weeks which is just hilarious you know and we like are playing a band and the band like many other bands had a lot of plans in place and for the you know the month ahead of this pandemic it was just all put on hold so that was like and we had some good plans and th- you know this and that and so that was you know a bitter pill to swallow but we remained optimistic because you know uh, things it was only temporary but the longer time went on and the more the goalposts got moved 
uh, the harder it became to deal with. And eventually it just got to the point where I realized I was put, I was placing too much of my happiness on gigs. But it took me a long time to realize that. But when I did, uh, and I started taking control of the things that I could take control of, you know, my attitude and my, my, um, my mindset changed somewhat. But it took ages to just like, you know, really accept the fact that like, you know, this is, we don't know when this is going to change. So that you, and, and as long as it's the way it is, gigs aren't going to be a thing. So yeah, but once that was the biggest hurdle to get over. Um, yeah. And what was it like? Cause I know like for maybe a small snippet of time, like gigs were allowed, like what was your first gig back like? Uh, unbelievable. Um, <clears throat> it, <clears throat> I was actually really nervous. And then as soon as we went out and played, it was obviously all that went away. And that happens a lot, but I don't know, with this particular line of this particular band, I've never really felt nerves because just, I just feel so comfortable around those lads and what we're doing. And it's just always been like confidence, you know, but like this time I was just nervous, but also excited. But as soon as I went back, it went out, it was just like, this is bliss. I, re I never wanted to, like my favorite thing about gigging is being in the moment. It's like one of the few times in, you know, where I'm, I'm genuinely present and in the moment. But like, I really went hard on the paint with like the <laughs> being present. I was just like, oh, I want to take in every second of this. Yeah. And I really did my best there. And I just was, you know, smiling so much. It just, yeah, it, it, it being away from it, for you know two years and then getting to experience a period of where there was gigs again it just really it really became apparent how much i get from you know uh gigs and i think a big part of that is just the power of presence presence and being present like there like it's like it just recharges my soul you know yeah um so yeah i just sucked the bejays out of sucked <laughs> the life out of it you know for that hour or whatever <laughs> Yeah, as soon as you're on the stage, like what is it that comes to life in you? Um, engaging a crowd, uh, talking to, just communicating with a crowd. I think the best way I can do that is just to be present. Like I can't be in my head. Like I've done, I've played many gigs where I'm just playing drums and uh, it is, you can still get into your head, but there's something about like when, when there's a, a mic in front of you as well and you know you're one of the people that has to engage this crowd it just takes you out of yourself mm -hmm. and uh, so it's just it's not even a choice thing it wasn't even a conscious thing it was just like well if you're gonna have to if you're, if you're gonna talk to these people you can't be in your head and um that's that's what it is like it's just it, like i don't like you know it's like it sounds like such a like the energy I get off the crowd and you know, I give it back, but it is that. Like, there's a reason people say that. It's just like you just get this vibe off people, and then you want to give it back, and it's just this two way thing, and you're just you can't be thinking about anything else, you know. Yeah. And that's I love that. When you were talking about how like music is something that you've always known that it was your path, it was your calling. Like, has there ever been a time in life that you felt misunderstood on your journey? Before I realized I could I could play music before I started on that path I, I felt very misunderstood and very disconnected uh, very shy and I think it was you know up until that point I hadn't been exposed to anything that I could do 
well in my head you know like I was just like all right at sports all right at school kind of thing and then I was watching all these people shine around me and I was just like I'm <laughs> like it just seems so effortless for them and I'm just like you know I didn't have that up until that point I was always interested in music I just it was always so moved by it and then when I finally convinced I decided I wanted to play drums and it took me a while to convince my parents to let me do that they were understandably a bit like oh, living in a semi-detached gaff in a housing estate like how's this going to go down a bleeding drum kit of all things you know so once once they were all right with that I went and I did a trial uh, at this uh, drum school and I just knew walking in I was like I'm gonna nail this like and I never had any confidence about anything before that but for some reason I was just like I have this you know what I mean and I went in and then they asked me to play a simple B and I just did it back straight away and I was and then you know I just knew I was like no nah, I want to do this and then you know from then on I was like it was it was the first time I was like I don't care what I have to do to get this ball rolling I'm gonna make it happen and I, I, I just committed to it fully and that's like that was like the birth of my confidence you know that's when I felt like you know I have something that that can just make me feel a little bit more worthwhile you know what I mean <clears throat> so that's that's when like I stopped feeling so disconnected and, and somewhat or lost or you know you know I, like life happens and then that that you know things that happen outside outside of your control that cause you to feel a little bit like unsure of yourself but it was always just music that was my anchor to just make me feel okay about myself again and then later on I realized that I put too much of my self-worth on this thing called music and then that was a whole other you know ball game but like yeah it was just once I had that it was just I could always go back to that you're maybe putting a lot on the music side of it what was the other piece I think you know it took me a long time to realize that I am enough you know I am I am I am enough as a person without that like if that wasn't to exist anymore you know I would need to find a way to realize that I, I am enough of a person and that's just an ongoing thing for me you know there's days where I really feel that and there's days when I'm just like it's not going that way but I've also learned that that's that that in itself is not going to change like how dramatic the fluctuation is will you know lessen the more I, I'm, I'm aware of this but it's always going to be like that and I'll become more and more okay with that you know the older I get I know those days of like not feeling good enough and they're fucking horrible but like what helps when you do get like stuck in that for a little bit um the people around me um my friends and my family they help me realize that you know they remind me that I'm like that I'm uh they help me see in me what they see in me I'm very fortunate. I never had any mates that took me down the wrong route. I always had good people around that, in, in fact, you know, helped bolster the best side of me, you know, yeah. and uh, influenced me in, in positive ways. And I'm a very supportive family. So if it's all going belly up, I can still just lean on them. And that's, that's, that's always what takes me out of it, you know? Yeah. And what are some of those things that they see in you? Uh, Things that I see in them, I just, people around me just their their presence just gives me life. 
I think it's it works the other way around. Whereas I never like I think my friends helped me see that and my parents helped me see that. It's like <clears throat> you give people a lot more than you think you do just by being there. And that was the biggest, you know. I think that's yeah. I think that if I was to answer that question, that would be it. Yeah, it's just like you know, just by being here, it's I'm just glad you're here. Yeah, and that's absolutely true. Like any room that you ever walk into, or any room I've been in that you've walked into, it's just always so much better when you're there. Your energy is a powerful one to be around. Thanks. What are some of the moments in life that have shaped the person that you are today? I just, I can just think of moments where I just just where I had to pick myself up. So like it could be like you know just after a breakup when you're feeling raw and you just have to. There's like you know all those stages of just getting over that, and I just go straight into like figuring out how to do something new just to make myself feel like feel like I'm progressing as a person. There's just that you know that motivation that comes from just uh, a hardship like that. And things like this pandemic, like as much as I've cursed it and I've, you know, given out about it, and it, it, it's really shown me that um, I'm a lot more resilient than I thought I was. And the fact that even though we're over two years into, we're over two years into it now, are we? Are we? Are we coming up on two? We're coming up on two years, and. I'm still just thinking about music. I'm still just thinking about when I can get back to that thing. It's just like, you're never going to stop doing this thing. You know, it's never, it's not a phase. It's still all you can talk about. You know, it's like, I'm never going to, because I think I was hit, like throughout the pandemic, I just started going further into my thirties and I was like, Jesus, like, you know, like <laughs> you just start thinking about like houses and I need to put money aside for kids because these are all things I want but um, I can't just stop doing this thing so those things can only happen if this thing happens you know if this thing just keeps going on the trajectory it's going on and uh, but even if it doesn't go on the trajectory I'm, I'm looking for like it's st I'm still going to be doing it so yeah just those two things I think like if, if we take yeah if we take like you know, going through hard periods in your life, and we use the pandemic as an example. It's just like I'm more resilient than I think I am, and I'm just never going to stop being creative. Yeah. What impact does creativity have on your life? Um, <clears throat> it 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 gives me life. Like it just does. It's it's the it's the reason for being for me. You know, um, like everything else is easier to do when I'm being creative regularly. Um, like take last week, for example, like the band were just, we decided to have a writing week and we were in there seven days, 10 to six every day. When you're in a room being creative with four other people that many hours every day, it's not all just like, yeah, you know, it's intense. Your ego takes several shots because like, an idea you have is going to get shot down in favor of like something, you know, serving the song. So you're just, you're getting so emotionally, you know, beat up. But at the same time, it's it's giving you so much. And like, it, it didn't matter how intense it was getting in there. I loved getting up. It was like, Jesus, I wish I could do this every day. You know, everything else just seems to be getting in the way of this. You know, it's like, 
I get so much from this and um, it recharges the bleeding soul to, you know, tackle the bleeding bills or, you know, whatever it is, all these fucking things I have to do now this week, you know, it's like I can just, I can just do all that and um, yeah, without, without, without even flinching almost just because I've just, I, I'm, I've been recharged by a, a week of writing music with my mates. Yeah. I always love seeing how you light up when you're talking about the band and your mates in the band and everything like what do your band members mean to you? Uh, They're up there with my family you know what I mean they're people that like I've played in various other lineups with uh, different people and I've you know developed great relationships over the years but these people I've just been playing with the longest like one of them I've been playing with since I was 14 and and um uh, they they just mean everything to me. Like I was saying earlier, like I've never had mates that like have led me down, you know, a bad path. Because I would have been, I probably would have been easily easily led, you know, as a youngster. Mm-hmm. But these lads are just not only like good people, that but they've been a such a positive influence on me. So I just owe them a great deal for that, you know. They've helped. They've literally helped shape the kind of person that I am, you know. And uh, so yeah, uh, they mean a lot to me, yeah. Would you ever tell them how much they mean to you? I have, yeah, like, I, yeah, definitely, like, um, because we've had to have conversations where, when tensions grow in a band, you know yourself when you're playing music with people, it's like it is off, often, you know, referred to as like a relationship. You know, it's it's a very intense environment, so there's moments where you do have to just take a step back and just ask everyone how everyone's doing and. You know, is there anything that needs to be said? And moments like that always do end with like, I fucking love you, like, you know what I mean? And the reason why I'm bringing up a conversation like this or somebody else's is just because I know they love me and I love them. And it, this is just for us to be able to move forward in a, in a compassionate and loving way, you know? So we have said it. We could probably do with saying it more, to be honest, but like we all, we've said it. We know like we just have each other's back and it's, it's class. Are you like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, how, how do you find bringing up that crucial conversation with somebody close to you. It's that, like, I find it so much easier to do it with strangers. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. so, like, I think something's so vulnerable about it because you're wanting them to talk about it, but then you also know that something's going to be brought up that you're not going to want to hear about yourself as well. Or, yeah. I think you probably get this as well. Like, you always know that where it's going to end, if it's with the right people and with the right intention, it's going to be so worth it and it's going to end in a place that you're going to be stronger. Um. But just to yeah. get into like the heart just be racing and the hands to be sweating and it can be nerve wracking, yeah. especially if they don't have those kind of conversations often in other places of their life. Yeah, it doesn't seem to get any easier anytime you're you're gearing, you know, you're bracing yourself to bring it up. It's just it's the same every time. It's just terrifying. You're just such a phenomenal person, Dan. Like you're Thank such you. a good crack, and you're one of the funniest people I know. But you're also like you have this ability to just connect to another soul in such an authentic way and I just really admire that thank so you what are some of the things that you're proudest of yourself for in life um <clears throat> um I'm trying to think of something other than bleeding music to be honest because all I can think of is music music you know what I mean I have a life outside of it as well I stick into my guns um with decisions when it comes to my life and doing what I want to do um, 
and that is one thing that I have been very adamant about. I hated the fact that I had to spend the first 18 years of my life doing what people wanted me to do or people, you know, I had to do. Um, I mean, it, it makes sense. You know, it, it's there's a reason for it, but like, I just resented it so much. I was like, why, why do I have to do all these things that I don't want to do, you know? And so I just, when I left school, I was like, from here on out, it's my way and I'm doing it my way. And uh, for better, for worse, and that's what I'm most proud of. If I didn't have the support I, I have, um, I don't know if it would have had it turned out that way. So um, as I get older, I've realized that like that's a big part of why I've been able to do what I want to do. And so I'm, I'm eternally grateful for that, you know, as well. But that's, that is the thing I'm most proud of, just doing what I wanted to do and sticking to it. I love that so much. Um, and I have one more question for you. You can probably guess what it is. Um, but yeah, like looking at your life and where you've come from and where you're going, what's your why? Um, I was thinking about this last night and I just like initially I was like, oh, why not? You know, <laughs> like, and I and it's because that was my response to something, uh, to, to something in a conversation I had just at the start of this week, which is like a big life changing moment for me. I'm in, and it's the reason why I'm in such a good place at the minute. And it's because I'm, taking a bit of a leap of faith and the reason why we we took the leap was because we were all you know our, our attitude was just like well why not and and that's uh and, and the leap of faith is just moving into a house outside of dublin with the, you know the, the people i love creating with the most and just dedicating ourselves to it for a year just to see what happens because why not you know like i i, I don't have any commitments other than rent here and rent just seems to make less and less sense in Dublin, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I'm just finding myself having to do things outside of what I want to do just to be able to pay for this rent. It's like, why would we do that when we can just do this and move outside of Dublin? So it all just made total sense to do that and and uh, and to go and do the thing that is my why, I guess, you know, and that is just, uh, be creative and just be nothing but creative for a year because that's my why and sure why wouldn't I fucking do that you know I get really nervous in these situations um, but it's also like a, a you know an excited energy an excited nervousness you know but yeah so I'm just uh, yeah it's great it's it's it's, it's so well timed I guess again just because of where I'm at in my life right now just to be asked questions where I'm you know where I have to really think about myself as a person and where I'm at right now it's just yeah it was uh, it was well timed so fair play to you Megs you're a natural keep her lit keep her lit Oh, thank you so much for everything you've shared today, Dan. And to anybody who's listened to this week's episode, thank you so much as well. That's all for today. We'll see you next week for some more What's Your Why conversations.